What's going on, everybody? This is Positive Anger with myself, Nathan McIntosh. And whoa. All right, I'm going to get into this episode pretty quick here. As always, uh, please rate and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. There's a uh, YouTube channel, Positive Anger YouTube. And also subscribe to the Patreon, patreon.com slash Positive Anger for extra episodes every week. And this one here, I'm going to get into with uh, my friend Mike Albanese. We are, and this is why I'm like getting this up quick because, man, I got to figure out. Okay, so this weekend uh, will be my first time in five months performing inside of a building for a decent amount of time. And I got to figure out what in the hell that'll be. So I got to put stuff together. Now, I can look at stuff and go, okay, yeah, I remember this, I remember this. But most of the stuff, comedy's real stupid. If you don't do it, you're just like, well, how am I going to remember a joke about bread that I told five months ago? Now, do I do any jokes about bread? No. But you get what I'm saying? If you're not doing it, oh, my God. So whatever. I'm doing a bunch of time tomorrow, and uh, we will see how that goes. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to get into it now. Ooh. All right. So there will be um, another episode coming soon. We're really doing it. Thank you guys very much for listening. Please enjoy this episode with myself and Mike talking about buffets and this man moving to the woods. Truth. All right. Thank you so much. Later. Mike Albanese. What's going on, buddy? Hello, Nathan McIntosh. Um, look, we'll just get this out of the way real quick. So we were just talking for a second, and then when you started, it's got to be like this whole thing. But we already we already talked. We talked we talked about Austin. We talked about crazies. We talked about how expensive comedy clubs are going to be when they reopen. But here we are. How are you? Did we talk about how it looks like we're filming, we're doing a Zoom from across the room? <laughs> it just looks like you're on the other side of the room. And if I reach over, I'll touch your head. That'd be... That- <laughs> That well, this is the way that things have to be now. You know what I mean? Studios, yeah. you have to put a uh, uh, paper right in the middle. Have you seen the um, the 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 patios that have the full sheet of glass between the tables? Oh yeah, it's creepy. It looks weird. I got my hair cut yesterday, and there was giant sheets of plexi hanging between. Like that's gonna do anything. It's gonna all. do a lot. It's gonna do a lot. Have you ever, let me ask you this, have you ever, when you were a kid, did you ever get an action figure that had a virus? <laughs> Why? Because he was in the plastic hermetic yes. bag? Yes. All right. If you could find oxygen, if I could breathe inside one of those and obviously be fed, there's like a little feeding tube, like a hamster in one of those, I'm 100% into that. You want to live in the giant G.I. Joe case. So just I'm like- gonna bubble, I'm going to be a bubble boy. Be a bubble boy. Okay, the only reason I even bring up, because uh, whatever, at this point in time, to talk about any of this stuff, this is this is where we live now. This is how it is, so whatever, you know what I mean? It's like saying, oh my God, can you believe it's 1990 already? Yeah, dude. Well, last time I was on your, your program was right before. Exa- this is exactly. The last time <laughs> you were here was directly before we decided that cruise ships can never come back, and there was- Done. No reason to shit with 3,000 other people to barely see Jamaica. <laughs> like, like, I, I went on a cruise before the pandemic, and it was a pandemic. <laughs> where did, they, yeah. they ran out, 
they ran out of rum on a day two of a four-day cruise. Oh, wow. That's, that's how disgusting it was. The guy, one of the guys on the trip with us, got, uh, he got mono because he partied so much. His, he brought his immune system down so far <laughs> just from drinking and, and being an idiot. Just like four cigarettes at a time, you know, just pure mayhem. And he was a, he's a pilot for American Airlines. He had to wait two days before he can fly a plane out of Miami. That's how disgusting that trip was. Jesus. Had a, gri- had a great time, by the way. Well, yeah. How could, you ha- how could you have a bad time when that's your whole story? How- well, let me ask you this. What happens when, when they run out of rum? What, do they just come over there? Does a captain come over the speaker and is like, hey, everybody, we're toast? Uh, it's just f- it's fun for yourself. At that point. <laughs> if you see anybody with rum, <laughs> attack them. Hi, ladies and gentlemen, this is uh, your ship captain. If you see anybody with a cup of rum, I give you permission to stab him in the chest, kick him in the face. That sounds like a cruise ship comedian. If you're out of rum, you might be on Royal Caribbean. <laughs> if your motto is so bad, you might have gotten the all-you-can-drink pass. <laughs> That's what, yeah, so we talked about that was the last thing that happened uh, uh, when you were on before, right before the oh, end yeah. of the world. You have now moved out of the city. You now live in the woods. And I'm currently in the city, in my apartment. Well, cur- yes, currently, because we're going to do the dumbest thing that's ever happened, which is stand inside of a building to talk <laughs> to people. I can't believe it. So we're doing that this weekend uh, in Connecticut. And, dude, it'll be fine. But like, I'm bringing gloves. Yeah, because I want to gamble. But I'm not like casino chips are disgusting. But I'm bringing like extra gloves so I could gamble and like <laughs> I'm gonna treat it like day one of quarantine. I'm gonna everything. I'm bringing Clorox wipes for the for the hotel. This room. is great. I'm I'm happy I'm not, that I'm not messing around. We should bring gloves too to wear when we're on stage. You know what I mean? Like I might go up in gloves. You know, Would anybody care? Was, it was a joke when it, I remember seeing like, like Noah Garden Schwartz did a set right before, right before everything shut down, wearing gloves and, and a mask. And everyone's, it was like, what are you doing? And now it's like, Oh my God, fucking genius. The man's a genius. Yeah. Uh, but I, I don't know. I, I can, we should at least try one set in a mask. I'll do it all. I'll do. I'll bring a mask. I'll wear a mask on stage. I'm more scared. No joke. Coronavirus be damned. It, it's crazy to me that in the last five months, legitimately five months, the only shows I've done are I've done, I've done a show on two patios for 15 people, and then I've talked under three trees in Central Park. <laughs> and now I'm going to do an hour. I mean, it's, it's, like, it's, like, it, it, it's like, hey, you used to be a mechanic, and then you go into a coma for years, but then when you come out of the coma, cars are flying, and they go, <laughs> fix it now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, as, as you wake up, you, you wake up, and they're, they're like, here's a wrench. <laughs> what? Yeah, there's a transmission <laughs> on your Where chest. And you're just like, what the hell? And they go, we'll put you back in a coma if you don't fix that transmission. <laughs> so I'm, like, nervous about that because, you know, it, it is what it is. I'm but, nervous about the maniacs that want to go into a casino and then into a comedy club. Well, yeah, these, these are, are yeah, but these are these are the same people that would have come anyway. Here, here, let's get That's serious. Point, yeah. These people were going to be there regardless. This whole the whole casino could be full of blood, and people would just wade through <laughs> it 
to get to a blackjack table. Like people that go to casinos. <laughs> they're wiping their, their frequent membership cards off of their shirt, blood streaks. Can you scan me for my comp? You, you out of your mind? Yeah. Whose blood is it? <laughs> if you think about it. We it all doesn't matter. Blood. I'm blood. Water, yeah, so, I, have, uh, I have blood me. What's it really matter? That blood, your blood. on me. Who cares? But, you know, it's the same type of people that would be on a cruise ship. It's the same type of, uh, it's the same type of people. You know what I mean? Take wings off of an old plate. <laughs> it doesn't really matter. <laughs> but okay. Oh. So I the, hope there's a buffet because I am going. That's insane. I can't even like, I, 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 I would a, not. I went to a buffet March 11th of this year. <laughs> and let me tell you, I still think about how bad the food was. Yeah. And the risk that I knowingly took. Yep. And I did a lap. I did a lap around the buffet to see if it was worth it. And I will tell you without a doubt, it wasn't on the lap and I went back I went mm, table for one that's how much of a fucking problem I have when it comes to all I can eat like when, when I when they give <laughs> when they give me no control over my own future it's over I, I want the and, and I, as I was eating I'm like this is disgusting I got another plate like it was it was horrifying and I was like I'm gonna get coronavirus it was before <laughs> it was before any Corona cases hit Delaware. Zero. They they were it was yep. still like a weird thing. I was at Dover Well, it was like Dover. March 15th that everything sort of fell apart. Let yeah. me ask you this. Let me ask you this and then we're getting into these other things real quick. Have you ever uh, have you ever been to a good buffet? Absolutely. I can think of one in my uh, life. You ever been to Ponderosa? Give me uh, first of all, that is a chain Yes. And it's great. It's Don't not a that chain. Good. That's a great. That's a great buffet. It's not a chain everywhere, though. It's it. It wasn't all across Canada. I don't think because I remember when I, I didn't see it everywhere. But in the East Coast, it we had a, it. It was a mom and pop buffet. Mom and pop. Mom and paparosa. With no with no <laughs> standards, like no no court company wide <laughs> protocol. Yeah. Temperatures. They're like, you want some chips? They just open it, put it in your hand. <laughs> Hand your steak. No, Ponderosa, though, I can remember being a great buffet. I thought that place was great. You got other ones other than that? Well, I grew up, I was a buffet. I come from a buffet family. I'm a, I'm a second generation buffeter. <laughs> we're, we're, uh, we, we loved buffets. We went to, uh, are you familiar with Golden Corral? Jeff Foxworthy's Golden Corral. Jeff yeah, Foxworthy. he's the second reference to Jeff Foxworthy in one podcast. <laughs> I'm, I'm, trust me, I'm hitting for four. Uh, <laughs> But there was a in, in in North Georgia when I was growing up, there was a place that was what wanted to achieve itself to be Golden Corral one day, which was called Ryan's Steakhouse. Mm -hmm. And I never saw a steak in the whole place, but it was a buffet, and it was like imagine imagine going to the bathroom at Golden Corral, and there was a buffet. Like it was filthy, disgusting, and we went all the time. <laughs> it was. It was a, it, it was like our three meals. We'd go at like four o'clock. We like, don't forget, this isn't just dinner. It's breakfast, lunch, and dinner. yeah, you're getting your fill, pal. We used to and go then, to. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. no what were we gonna say? Go ahead. Bring no, 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 it no, no, in. You. Bring it in. Thank you for done. Apologize. Go ahead. No, God, no. Uh, I it's buffets. This could be the whole episode. No. God, no. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. 
there was a buffet, a once a year buffet in Atlanta, and it's really fancy. What does hotel. that mean? I'm I don't mean to cut you off. What does a once a year buffet mean? Caviar. That's what it means. It was like high end, like eighty bucks a person. It was on Mother's Day every year, and you had to make reservations like six months in advance or some crazy shit. And I remember we went like once or twice with my mom for my mom. That was like the big Mother's Day thing. It could have been twenty bucks a, a person. But in my, in my head, when I was a kid, it was like the most money ever. And it was like, what should we do? What should we do like really nice? Really nice. We were like, how about we go to the nice buffet? Like that was our nice event. And it was incredible. They had like 50 different stations. It just, it's just really, really. Can I ask you, so once a year buffet, is that in a specific, like was that at Ryan Buff, Brian Stinghouse? No, or did they, it was like a pop-up? Okay, it was, was in a hotel. hotel. Gotcha. And they made like the whole like convention center like this massive buffet. Yeah. But then I'll go on higher than that at um, the Atlantis in Bahamas mm -hmm. in their like expensive tower that's like five times the price is like where where they keep all the, the white trash. Yeah. You know where the people that don't wear they don't they, they don't wear shoes inside the hotel like blood in the, in the casino they they're wading through it they'll find a wing on a plate they <laughs> yeah. take it yeah. yeah. Pure garbage. Uh, they take a photo, <laughs> a selfie by, uh, you know, the art in the casino, you know, maniacs. There, so in the expensive one, there was a, uh, a really, really nice buffet that was about 100 bucks a person. And I went, when I was working there a couple of years ago with my girlfriend at the time, and she's, uh, for some reason, had Bahamian money that she'd been holding on to for years. Mm -hmm. So we, we spent it there, and it was, it was unbelievable. Like... They had like a sashimi, like a legitimate, full-on good, like really good buffet. Three. Okay, so you've been to three good ones. I guess I could probably been to two. But I mean, I guess really what I'm trying to get to is we're not fighting for these, right? It's over. Like they, they no, got to. They're gone. They got to go. They still exist in small towns like where they, where they need to be. Like that's somebody that needs to be able to feed, to just stuff their children to up to their throats for two ninety nine, But – other than that, they're, I think they're done. I think Dude. Golden Corrals, Golden Corrals, they're going to be they're going to be turned into fucking Sonic drive-thrus or some, some golden DMVs. Everybody oh. <laughs> waiting in line. Just cross out corral, shower. <laughs> well, it was our we can't afford new signs. They still they keep everything. They get rid of everything. DMV stations. They have the the photos for the the driver's license, but they keep gravy. If you if you want to go get a handful of gravy, there's still gravy and whipped cream. Cottage cheese, Jello dressing, all in one. Let me run this by you real quick. What if one-time event, much like the Mother's Day Atlanta buffet spectacular, what if every fast food chain got together and one day a year there was a fast food buffet? I'm going. Well, I would go too, and I don't even like fast food anymore. But I mean, I don't. I I don't eat – I'll eat Chick-fil-A once a year if I'm near one, but I haven't been to a, a fast food chain. And that's not saying much because I still weigh a million pounds, but I just don't like fast food. It's just, <laughs> I just don't like it. Yeah. Uh, but I would absolutely go. I would but love dude, to be able to get like a spicy chicken sandwich from Wendy's and the fries from McDonald's. You know what I mean? It would just be on it, one plate. One plate. On plate. And then on another plate. Yes. On another plate. Yeah. Yes. Oh. The gravy from KFC, and you know, I mean, it would just be—it would be—it would be pandemonium. That one 
that one day everybody would go. I mean, people would be getting killed. People would be getting trampled all over the place. Do you want to you hear a, a, a great buffet trick, secret? If you can sneak in or find your way into a convention, a food convention, that's like next level shit. There's the, there's the pizza convention. There's the fancy foods convention that I went to last year at Jacob Javits. It's every single purveyor of food in the world takes over the entire Javits Center once a year to sell and buyers from all over the world come in. And you can, any cheese, they have like a, like every country's represented and all their food and you can go taste everything. You go, I'll take 5,000 units of that. But I got in, a friend gave me a badge and I just went and ate my way. I made it through like one and a half countries and I felt like I was going to explode. Yeah. It was incredible. It was incredible. That's, so, a, that's not a buffet technically, but it is all you can eat. No, I think you just, I, I think you just said, hey guys, here, here's, a, here's a trick. Break into a convention and steal food. <laughs> or we could just break into a Wendy's, every, uh, you know, and just go in there and hold them at gunpoint and tell them to throw Frosties down my throat. I mean, I think everybody has this story. Uh, I had a friend who worked at McDonald's when we were in high school, ju- no, junior high. Sure. And he'd always be like, hey, man, if you guys want any food, come to the drive through window at 11 o'clock. And, man, we'd go, and the door would open. The window would slide open, and just a bag <laughs> would come out. Because he's, you know, he's talking to his managers. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just he'd – and, dude, we'd, we all just, like – you know, we we take this food, and I mean, it's like bunch of apple pies. You're talking like a hundred nuggets, just all of the nuggets. <laughs> Not bunch even of fries. in the case, just at the bottom of the bag. <laughs> <laughs> the bag is nugget. But I mean, it was a you know, it was unbelievable. And anytime I tell somebody that, they're like, "Oh yeah, I knew a guy." It seems like everybody had a guy. Well, everybody knew somebody that was working at fast food. Yeah, we had a guy. Uh, we had a. Uh, Chick-fil-A guy that would give us the, the nuggets. Like big like uh, catering trays filled with nuggets. It was unbelievable. Never so had good. Chick-fil-A. Maybe this weekend. Uh, on the on the on the, the the I actually haven't had chicken since November. Who cares? I gotta stop saying that to people, by the way. I say it's it to remind myself. I've heard you say that. <laughs> I know. I, I, I say it. I say it to remind I said it to Liz the other day and she was like, What's wrong with you? Like, you? <laughs> but I say it because every time I say every time I think it, I go, Oh, that's crazy. Because dude, for years, years, I probably had chicken twice a day, and since the age of maybe ten until twenty-six. My mom used to take me to this place called the Red Fox, right? This bar. And I mean, she would go and like drink and shit. And she'd be like, here's wings. Sure. And she'd just leave me in this bar. She'd give me a couple dollars. You were dollars. babysat by medium buff- spice buffalo? <laughs> yes. When wings were 10 cents, they were my babysitter. And I would eat <laughs> wings or take, she'd give me a couple bucks and I'd go to this little arcade, right? So I love wings, okay? And for four years of my life when I lived in Toronto, I ate two pounds of wings a week for four years. That's, that's 104 pounds of wings a year. Do you, do you understand? how disgu- That's 416 pounds of wings. Do you understand how disgusting that is? No, because it sounds amazing. <laughs> I was having a pretty good life. But anyway, so when I say, anytime I remember that I haven't eaten chicken in a long time, I'm like, oh, man, that's crazy because – I have, I mean, I've, you were I, built on chicken. I am chicken. I am 
87% chicken, <laughs> 2% mom, 5% that bar, the Red Fox, and I messed up what the rest of the percentage was. But um, anyways, okay, so, this, so okay, before we get to you moving to the woods, you and me, during this whole deal, we decided to, instead of being in the city and getting groceries here, we were going to travel to Long Island every two weeks to fight these people and go to Trader Joe's. And first of all, these grocery runs, they were great. They they were a party. You know what I mean? They'll have to be over. I'll still do them. I just mean that they, they, you know, they were, they were a thing. And it was like, it was like, it was like, I don't know. It was like, it was like the thing to do. I was looking forward to it every second Monday. I was like, this is going to be, this is going to be the best. I got to wait in a line to get into a store. I think the fascination was also because they limited the amount of people and the Trader Joe's in the city. You, you're, you're in line the entire time you're there. You just shop in the line because it's so fucking long. Yeah, but there it's you just it was a breeze. It was casual. I've never experienced casual Trader Joe shopping, and that is something that in New York you don't get. Trader Joe's in New York is 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 a pit of hell. It is it is. Uh, I mean, again, it's it, it's the DMV. You're 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 sitting there wondering why everything has to be this hard, and and there's a guy in a Hawaiian shirt smiling at you, and you're like, man. Something's got to change here, you know. I walked into a you line. Got, you and got box some, cutters on the, always on your hip, like you're gonna kill somebody. I still waiting on the documentary, man, about Trader Joe's. I want to know the secrets, and there's gonna be some for sure. There, there's no way that Trader Joe's comes out unscathed. There's just no way. Well, they're they're so they're they're now being uh, dragged for appropriation now. They got oh, yeah. screwed. That 17 year old kid started a petition that Trader Jose's like some of their Spanish uh, flavored brands. Yeah. They're, they're getting rid of it now because some kid was like, Meh. and he had to be some like fat white kid. There's no way it was, <laughs> there's no way it was like a, a somebody, somebody that believes that that's a pro- No one got appropriated that. There was no, you're saying there was complaint. not, it wasn't a Jose. <clears throat> Jose did not do it. It was definitely Steve and Steve has no life. Well, we'll see what happens at the end of it. I, I'm still waiting for the <clears throat> the whole documentary. Where it's like, look, man, you want the, you want to know how we got these low prices? Well, we're beating children. In the back, <laughs> there's a conveyor belt. Kids come down, we punch them right in the face. But this I was going to say to you. So this, go ahead. No, it's a it's a German company, so that should already tell you that they're up to some real stinky. I didn't shit. know that. Anyways. Yeah, it's uh, Aldi. Do you know Aldi? No. Aldi's like a discount supermarket chain like all over Europe and somewhere and a lot of places in America and they do like this whole nothing's a, there's no brand names they don't even give you bags at all that you have to bring your own bags or they just like you just got to carry it all out in your arms you got to pay a quarter to get a shopping cart they're like super cheap and uh, there was a, br- a family where they split uh, the two brothers they had different directions so there's all the north and all the south in Europe that's just what they're called for some reason. And in America, uh, Aldi, the one of them is Aldi, and the other, the other brother changed the name to Trader Joe's and created a different brand in America. And they're German. German. <clears throat> Do you understand that that's the exact story of Adidas and Puma? Is it really? Yes. 
Well, the da- always made my feet hurt. So <clears throat> the Dassler brothers, both working at, they started Adidas. One brother got mad at the other one and just basically jumped the river and started Puma. <laughs> what the fuck is okay, going on in Germany that brothers can't work together? Is that German? Is Adidas German? Yes. Well, I think I know. It's east and west, man. One of them wall. wanted the wall to come down, <laughs> the other one didn't. I'm going to start my own show. I no wonder. <laughs> Anyways, I think Trader Joe's, right, and all these places, we got to keep these lines going. This is the same thing when, like, when shoes come out. They only have, you know, 10 of them. So 400 people will show up, and 400 people will kill other people for one pair of shoes. For a pair of shoes that it's interesting because people are like, I got to get this shoe because nobody else has this shoe, but everybody else has this shoe that cares about this shoe. So everybody has the shoe. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't think anybody was actually you. I don't think anybody that ever stood in line for a shoe was do was doing it because they wanted <coughs> the shoe. They wanted the markup. They wanted to be able to sell it on the on the secondary market. That's why they did that because they could make a ton of money from morons who actually want the shoe for their collection. I have a so, lot of shoes, but I would never dare call it a collection. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, don't don't call it a, a, a collection. My dad would call it something very specific that I'm not allowed to say. <laughs> and that's why your dad <clears throat> is welcome at every buffet <laughs> in, in the South. <laughs> I got to keep these lines going, though. I, I, I believe. Trader Joe's, though. Trader Joe's, okay, and a grocery store in general, right? If I was back in Canada at a grocery store, when you wait in line to get in somewhere, like, here's the thing. I've never liked Walmart more than when you make me wait to get into it. Yeah, what's going on in there? What's happening? What the hell is going on in there? Why the hell am I here? It's no different than, you know, when if you're dating a woman who's like, I don't put out till the fourth date, you're like, God, I got to get to that fourth date. When you got to wait for it, it's just a better deal. They just make us wait. Just don't take the line part away. I don't want to run right into a Walmart with my flip-flops all over the place. I want to be in the line, really think that I'm getting something there. But if it, it, so there's a supply and demand issue there. Clubs, they make you stand in line just to make you feel like it's more, more of an experience. Mm-hmm. But if, if you had to wait in line for a club for an hour, and then when you got in, it was just packed to the rafters, you're like, get me the fuck out of here. What, I didn't come in here to wait in another line to get to a drink and then wait in a line to look at a girl's butt and then wait in line to go take a pitch. <laughs> There's a lineup to look at one girl's ass. Yeah. Let me run this by you, though. Hello. You waited in line for a club, and when you got into that club, you could buy cereal and pool noodles. <laughs> You'd be happy if, as hell. If they turned the music up and the lights down in Trader Joe's, I would never leave. Man, if they turn Walmart into it, yeah, like a club club, just just foam <laughs> music, lights <laughs> way down and blaring music oh. with a DJ in the back with the blue vest. Call him <laughs> DJ Blue Vest. <laughs> DJ BB. And there's lights. I mean, that would be that would be great. Turn the whole thing around. DJ Equate. That'd be a good time. I like it. That's that's their that's their brand name. All right, that was a that that didn't go well. well who doesn't really know? Equate is their like off-brand Walmart brand name. Don't they also have really, <clears throat> really grow up on Walmart? To know Somebody that. would have known that, you know, just because I didn't didn't mean it. Didn't you didn't have to go internal and hate yourself to such a degree? They Hamilton have. Beach. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? Like, seven four? What? Five seven four jeans or something? Seven? What was it? Seventy? 
Faded it's some more. kind of gene. Oh, you DJ Haynes. You could also just put him in the corner. I mean, the whole, you yeah, know. Wrangler. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Quickly, so you moved to the woods. I mean, I'm talking to you right now in a New York apartment, but you left. I've been here. I just want to say for the record, okay, I haven't eaten chicken since November, and I have been in New York day in and day out since this thing happened. Every day. I've been, I've been, I've been fighting the good fight, man. I'm walking across the bridge. When I see Corona, I kick it off into the into the water. I high five De Blasio. I have, I have played words with friends with Cuomo. I I am I am here, man. You know, at the when this first started, it was like a badge of honor to not have left. But now, at this point in the quarantine, you're, you it's it's flipped. It's gone the other direction. The fact that you haven't left is is kind of crazy. Yeah, no joke. Thing. I'm an idiot. I, I should have left a long time ago. I I, I should have I should have left a long time ago. We all should have left years ago, but that doesn't <laughs> has nothing to do with Corona. <laughs> the, yeah, it's I got to the point where it's just like I'm just sitting here in in my apartment. Then I'll go sit in a chair in the street with with idiot friends like you, you know, and then just talk shit. And then I go back up into my apartment to, to just wear out the, the seat in my couch again. There's a divot in the couch because of coronavirus. And buffets. Like, and buffets. But that's, <laughs> the divot started because of buffets. It was finished because of coronavirus. <laughs> but we just said, fuck it. Me and my, my girlfriend like stumbled, legitimately stumbled upon an RV for sale in the Finger Lakes, which is like two hours from Buffalo. And we were just like... She's like, do you want to buy? The first time I went to the city since coronavirus, she calls me. She goes, should we buy an RV? And before she said V, I was like, buy it. I'm in. Let's do it. And that was it. It was cheap. Um, I know how to use a drill, so I fixed. I fixed. We fixed it. I say we fixed it up, but we we all know what happened. Uh, I fixed it up, and. Uh, it's uh, it's been fun, man. I, I love the it. The place looks great. I, I just think it's so funny. Like I still, she stumbled apart an RV, which is also probably how some people like fell out of a buffet and stumbled back <laughs> into their RV. You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just There's fell a lot of right out. Going on in that lifestyle. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Walking up to the Winnebago, like, oh god, I shouldn't have had that eighth <laughs> plate of gravy. <laughs> Grabbing the wall. I I think it. I think it's great. I mean, um. Yeah, have a, you live in the woods? You got a you got an RV? You've been up there this whole time? A lot of woods, a lot of woods. Uh, snakes. I've seen some snakes. I saw a fox the other day. A fox is kind of scurrying along. It's great. Which is kind of nice. What kind of Five snakes? Rat snakes. Nothing poisonous so far. Knock on wood. But um, I've, I'm you know campfires every night. Just drinking in the woods. You're basically off, a lot of wine. You're off the grid. You 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 have. Yeah. You've we gotten to the fire. end of. I mean, there is okay. There's a grid, right? And, and the grid. I guess we're, the center of the grid, the grid. Well, I'd say you're at the exact edge of the grid. You are as yeah. far. If you leave the, say, you drop your Wi-Fi and and walk out of the RV and sleep in a tent behind it. Now you're off the grid. Right? We're, we're off the grid. Yeah. But you're right yeah, there. It's, yeah, and it's it's an interesting RV park. It's a it's a trailer park with RVs. So there's a lot of like permanent fixtures, like a lot of permanent trailers, like double wide, single wide type of stuff, and the people to go along with it. It's it's a lot of fun, I should say. A lot of a lot of uh, intersectional. There's a lot of uh, weird sex stuff. 
I, I think I haven't, I can't confirm it, but I know that there's like, I think there's like a group of, a group of swingers, trailer yeah. swingers. Yeah, I think so. Well, this is always the, fucking. this is what they, they joked about on Ricky, uh, not Ricky Lake, Jerry Springer for years, years and years. Oh, yeah, yeah. All these people fucking in trailer parks. How do you, I guess. Uh, hey, it's, it's a vacation area. It's not a per, like you can't, you don't live there year round. It's like people come up on the weekend. So it's, it is a vacation spot. But people have been there for a long time. There's one guy, great guy named Scotty, big fan of Scotty. He's been coming there since 1964 in that campground. His trailer's been there since 1972. Wow. He's got a great, great connection of, on clams and shrimp. He's a, he's a great guy. A friend of mine used to live in a trailer park growing up. Um, used to go over his house all the time, was trailer. Trailer, it, it's such an interesting thing because it's his house. It is his house. Don't, Here's what I was gonna don't. say. It's interesting because it's all they're all trailers to a degree, you know. I get that some people's houses have wheels and others don't, but it's interesting that we most people think trailer park and they're like, oh man. Even when I would tell people when I was growing up, I was like, I had a friend in the trailer park, they were like, the trailer park. What's he blowing his dad? You're like, he, he doesn't have a dad. But, you know. It's, he would if he knew him. Oh, he'd suck him if he came back. If his dad would leave Jeff Foxworthy's Corral, Golden Buffet, <laughs> Buffet, and come back, he'd suck him. But it's interesting because, you know, at some point in time, it's not like, you, you know, it's the, the way to go. But in terms of, like, living in the woods, not spending as much money, being able to drive your house wherever the hell you want to go. If it's not a goddamn RV park, you're like, you think everybody would doing this, but it seems to be the ends of the earth, people getting away from shit. Somebody in that park has killed somebody. There's almost no way that somebody hasn't murdered somebody. And then like, if I lived in a building. And it might be me. It could be you. <laughs> you live in, you see a couple more fucking rat snakes, you're going to goddamn well kill Scotty. We're the youngest residents by 30 years, for sure. Yeah. It's yeah, you're the only people there. that haven't seen Bob Seger live. <laughs> and I've seen wrong. Bob Seger live. So I guess I should... I, I've, been, I've been driving a pickup truck since I've been up there. That's great. Park. Yeah. Just, and the, truck, the pickup truck, the, the hitch doesn't... like a, The door doesn't close. It's rusted all the way out. I'm pretty sure there's a spider living in there. Because every time I go in, it's like cobwebs. But I'm... Arm out the door, window down, country music blaring. I'm a changed person. Up there. I'm pretty I sure. With an accent. I'm pretty sure there's a spider in there. How do you know? Cobwebs. I don't know if that's a thing of <laughs> a spider makes. Yeah, they do. Maybe spiders could be cotton. I don't know. Could be Scotty. I don't know. Maybe he's back there. <laughs> could be Spider Man. If you, if you, okay, if this place didn't close and you could live there all year round, you're not coming back. I'm coming back, but I wouldn't be able to get her back. I think she would stay there full time. She's toast. She's out, yeah. She hasn't been home since end of June. Yeah, Not wow. foot in her own apartment. And she doesn't care. Where she pays 50%, 100%, where she pays 50% <laughs> of the rent. And she doesn't she care. I mean, has she talked about getting rid of the apartment? I mean, so we, we signed the lease March 3rd. 
Like, <laughs> the worst timing of all. That was pre-corona, buddy. And now you're RV people. You can't have an, let me tell you something. If you have an RV in an apartment, you can't tell people in that trailer park that you have an apartment in the city. They will cut you. Everybody in there is like, no, they, what are you, rich? They don't care. Yeah, no, they don't care. They go, oh, the reaction we normally get is, is oh, where are you guys from? Oh, we live in a story in the city. Oh, I've, I, I've been meaning to get out of the city, never been. I'm like, you live in New York State. Yeah. And you've never been to New York City. How is that even possible? I'll tell you how it's possible. Close my mind. You're on a, you're on a bridge one night with your girlfriend. Uh, you get into a fight with her. She calls your mother a whore. You choke her. You throw her off of the bridge. And you go, if I don't move into a trailer park, I'm going to go to jail. I know where they'll never look. The yes. one place they should look. <laughs> it's right under their nose. <laughs> it's getting away from everything. So you, so she would stay, and you're you. I think you would, she would stay. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I'm not. I still want to be in New York. I mean, New York's going to be. I mean, New York is uh, done. The muggers are coming out. Like it's it's gonna it's over. Uh, I are think you talking it's about the news. Fire. I'm just talking about five, I think five years. That's my prediction. I haven't heard anyone say that. I'm calling it You're now. saying in five years that New York City is toast? Five years until it comes back to what it oh, was. Oh, 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 oh. I think yeah. for five years, watch, watch, study the movie The Warriors, because that's, that's what we're looking at. It's The Warriors with cell phones. That's what it's going to be. I got to get to Coney all, Island. All street gangs. Yeah, <laughs> oh, you tell me you just know where a train station is. <laughs> We all, we all have to get. Well, actually, that was just the one. The Warriors. They they were from Coney Island. I mean, I I I, I the trailer thing is interesting to me because you ever see those um, documentaries about the tiny houses? Yes. They seem I'm so cool. One. It's great. We're. I mean, listen. It's. It's first of all, it's not that bad because I built a deck like a big twelve <laughs> foot deck out front. So if I'm angry, I could just go outside. If she's angry, you know, we can separate. I go take a walk down the woods. I can go, I have a boat. We have a boat. We can go on a boat. We still have a boat, but we use someone's boat that doesn't use the boat. <laughs> you know what we're currently looking for? A go an electric golf cart. That's where my life's at right now. Yeah, that'd be pretty Cruise good. So we Buddy, can drop the trash off easier, drive to the lake. Well, you should be doing, walk on, knock on some of these doors and ask these people, hey, who's trying to... Hook up with people that have been in New York City. <laughs> There's people in that park when for sure. When you come that, up for a visit, I'll let you pick the person. There are people that would completely <laughs> sleep with somebody just because you've been, you've been where? <laughs> oh, God. I'm sure you're probably right. I think so. I mean, I've been I to a trailer park right. and I'm uh, walking around and thinking you'd sleep with a couple of people's moms for sure. But that's great. Yeah, I mean. You just want to sleep with a mom in a park. I've never seen this person. Let's fuck. Yes. How did you get here? I'll blow you. <laughs> Just from the, stra the stranger aspect. I don't know you, right? <laughs> um, well, Mike, I mean, you know, I have, I have more questions. I have more thoughts. But basically, we got to get ready to go to Connecticut. And uh, I am, I am, I'm, I don't know what, the, can we just have fun this weekend? Dead serious. Can we just have fun, no. man? No fun. You could be one of those guys. You could be one of those guys that's like, no, there will be no fun. This is this is strict comedy. No, oh, we've never done. We've never gone out on the road together. So you, uh, I'm, 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 I'm ready to have a good time. 
I'll, I'll play games too. Like, do you want to do, uh, uh, when I first started doing, doing like getting on the road, there was, uh, like everyone has to say a certain phrase, like in their act, just cause you get so bored and you stop caring cause the crowd sucks so bad. Mm-hmm. Those are fun ones. Everyone's got to say orange peel at some point. Dude, I don't even have things to say. You're like orange peel. Ooh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Again, coming out of a coma and they go, you're on. You go, Jesus Christ. But anyways, it's going to be a great time. Um, so we're going to, okay. what time do you want to leave tomorrow? We'll leave, whatever. I'll, I'll text you, call you, whatever. We'll have some wine. We'll do some molly. Uh, don't do drugs, by the way, big people. Stay away it's- from drugs, people. People are dying like fucking like rats of, from cocaine and Molly right now. What Don't the hell are it. you talking about? Fentanyl is like in everything. Apparently, like people are oh, yeah. stacking up in the morgue. It's just fentanyl, 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 fentanyl. Have you ever heard of um, Crocodile? I own a pair of Crocs. Is that the same thing? Not at all. Crocodile, I believe, was lighter fluid and gasoline? Were you the kid that lived in the trailer park and your friend was just a, a way to, dis, to dispatch that rumor? My <laughs> friend was also my dealer who gave me lighter fluid. Who was no. also my brother. No, that's the thing. You can look it up. I think it started in Russia, I believe, whatever. But it was mixing lighter fluid and gasoline and people were injecting it into their body. And it was called crocodile because it turned your hands and feet into like scale. It, it, ate your fucking skin and your hands and feet started to look all scaly like a like a crocodile i mean like after one time i mean probably you're injecting fucking gasoline into your goddamn yeah i can't imagine that that has that the 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 short-term effects aren't turning into an alligator yeah right away (laughs) if you had if i had to guess what happens when you inject gasoline into your veins like no you're you've become an you've become a reptile well we're gonna find out this weekend if any of these shows go bad because i'm ready to throw it all away you know what i mean i'll go right to uh i'll go right to uh uh i couldn't even think of the name of the gas station pump some gas right in my mouth imagine just walking in hey man can i have 10 10 bucks on pump one like you don't have a car i got a mouth (laughs) i don't need one (laughs) right anyways um well, it'll be a good time. Where where can uh, people find you, Mike? In the woods, pal. All right. It's over. I'll put this stuff big man, up. Big man, big man, Mike. Who cares? <laughs> what, what does it matter anymore? Like social media. Like it's, it's all over. It's the only thing that matters. How, 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 that's the only thing that matters. If we're all living in a bubble by ourselves, how the hell are you going to connect with people? All right, I'm on Big Man Mike on Instagram, and you can see all of my renovations for my RV. That's what all. That's what you can do. I have a lot of before and after photos of the inside and the outside, and you're going to be like, why does a guy that looks that ugly, why does his RV look that cute? And I'll tell you why. Because I have a girlfriend, and I, I, had, I had to do those things. I thought you were going to say it's to lure in the 67-year-old divorcees that are wandering the park. Somebody came in and looked at it, and they were like, it's like a Soho loft in here. It's like, I don't think you've ever been to Soho. No. They've never been outside the fucking trailer park. <laughs> Anyways, all right, man. So I will, uh, I'll see you tomorrow. You're a good kid, huh? Thanks, buddy. Later.